Uh, one thing is clear is it's we're not going back to business as usual. We have learned from COVID to be more aware of our environment and infectious diseases. They're trying to drag people back to the office right now. People are reluctant to travel, but not as much as they used to. And we're beginning to get back toward a sense of normalcy. A lot of that is due to vaccines, but a lot of it is due to prevention. We've been following a, a local company for the last probably two or three years, ever since this started, called CASPR, C-A-S-P-R, Continuous Air and Surface Pathogen Reduction. The uh, founder of the company, Chief Technical Officer, is Dr. Christoph Shushi, who joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Good to be here, David. How are you doing? Good. I, I'm doing well. So you're, you, this, I know you worked on this company for a long time, but you started it in, in 2016. You must have known that uh, that a pandemic was right around the corner. Uh, uh, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I have nothing to do with it, by the way. <laughs> so no, we didn't know at all. But you know, I've been working in that field for uh, over 20 years now, and I'm allergic to a lot of things. So, uh, you know, indoor quality and, and trying to prevent stuff from getting into my own lungs has always been a priority. Now we realize that, well, maybe I was not the only one. So how can we put that into the masses and, and, uh, and try to prevent any kind of infection? The main one was the flu, or uh, then we focused with Casper, of course, on hospital-acquired infections that are killing a lot of people, right? Um, so, you know, it's then the pandemic happened. We were ready, but nobody knew that pandemic right. would happen. Fortunately or unfortunately. Well, and we wouldn't have believed if, if they said they did. You know, the interesting thing is new construction. We've talked to a lot of engineers and, and people who are building new buildings, new housing developments, new apartments. In your case, I know you deal a lot a lot with long-term care facilities. And, it's, and, and prevention is being incorporated into the HVAC system. Yours has the ability to retrofit, I guess, where, where you don't have to put in a whole new system. Explain, explain how Casper works. Yeah, that's correct. So we're looking at what's being done, what has been done for the past 60 years, really, which is, you know, improved ventilation and HEPA filtration. I mean, it's been there for 60 years. It has not prevented uh, or reduced, has reduced some hospital acquired infection, but has not prevented COVID to hit us pretty hard, correct? Um, so we looked at, okay, how can we add something that wouldn't require any human intervention? Once it's installed, it's gone, you forget about it. Uh, but still would be not only effective in the HVAC system, but effective in the space where the people are interacting with each other. Uh, we want something, I especially, I personally want something that's going to protect me if I walk around in, in a long-term care facility, even in a school. If somebody has the flu and touch the, touches the door handle, I want to be protected. I want to have somebody who's going to wipe all the door handles and all the light switches every time somebody touches it. Well, that's what Casper does in the background 24-7 continuously is disinfecting all the surfaces, plus, of course, the air that's in the, in the space. Well, now, two and a half years, what, um, three years, yeah, approaching three years <sighs> into this, I would guess this is becoming a fairly crowded field. Everybody wants to get into this business. Do you have... You must have more competition than you ever did. Yeah, and that's a very interesting point. Uh, and when we started, we used to be about three companies around the world uh, doing that kind of stuff. Now, I can't count them. There's probably 350 
a lot of them I'll call them cowboys just because we're located in Texas. <laughs> uh, you know, they're grabbing a, an old piece of technology, put it together and said, oh, it's going to work. And, and it, it unfortunately doesn't work very well. Uh, but I, you know, I'm not too worried about that. I think, I think we'll end up being 30, 35 uh, within a year or two. Um, and, you know, customers at the end of the day are the only judges of uh, what works, what doesn't work. And they seem to be pretty good at choosing. I, I would assume at some point, if there's not now, there's going to be an 800-pound gorilla that Johnson & Johnson is going to get into this business or Procter & Gamble or Linux or Carrier or somebody. Yeah, I wish. Uh, I, I Honestly, I really wish. Uh, uh, I've been talking to quite a few of those, and they are really focusing on profit instead of efficacy. Uh, and which is very disappointing. Um, I, I've seen most of those say, okay, you know what? We found we found a cheaper solution. We found the UVC light, like we put them in, in the HVAC system and it worked fine. Yeah, they're gonna clean your filter and your coil, but they have no uh, no effectiveness outside of the ductworks. Uh, so there again, it's not gonna disinfect my, my door handles or my light switches. They, they're looking at, profit i mean i understand you know they're multi-billion dollar companies that's what they do and they do it pretty well that's why they are multi-billion dollar companies uh but they i've always had the same response no no we, we got a we got a cheaper way to do that uh but it's not as effective so how do we flip that switch and how do we make them realize that okay you know maybe spending a little bit more on a technology would add a lot to your bottom line uh, just because customers and employees will say, oh, well, it works better. That's the, that's the one I want. I don't want that filter or that UV light in the HVAC yeah. system. I want the stuff that works for me. You know, but that just amazes me. I would have thought that you would have had somebody sniffing around trying to make a buyout offer, you know, on a weekly basis, if not multiple times a week, at least especially through, you know, right through the heart of, you know, of, of the pandemic. And I, I I agree with you, David. I've I've had the same uh, the same reaction. It's it it blows my mind. Uh, yet I think you know even though the public um, is really more aware of what's going on right now indoors and and out there, uh, they're you know they're worried about oh the air can actually hurt me. Touching a, a light switch can hurt me uh, in a public space. For a big company, it takes time yeah. for all that information to go to the top and come back down. Uh, it's the usual wave effect, as I call it, and, and it will happen. It just takes more time. So what, have you, you found a sweet spot for your company? I would guess, anyway. It looks to me like it's probably healthcare. Healthcare is great, but it's slow. I mean, healthcare was fantastic. We actually launched our healthcare products in 2019. Uh, in June 2019, well, less than a year later, all healthcare facilities were on lockdown. Basically, you couldn't go in there unless you right. had COVID symptoms. So I couldn't, add, I couldn't ask all our salespeople to hey, get COVID so you can go and sell. Oh, it didn't work. So I basically, hadn't really our market about, that's just insidious. I hadn't thought about that. Our market shut down immediately. So that's where you know we expanded and went to mass transit system, which became a, a big specialty of ours. Uh, you know, train, metro, and, and buses, school buses, schools. Of course, uh, you can you can try to train adults to do stuff the right way. It's impossible to train a kid. A kid's gonna be a kid. 
They're going to touch everything. They're going to put their hands in your in their mouth. That's what they do. I mean, you can't stop a kid from being a kid. So um, it's a great market for us because we see the impact almost immediately. I mean, when 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 you can see before and after a reduction of ninety nine percent of pathogen on the floor of the toilet of a university, that okay, this thing works. Well, it's a multinational problem. So you've become a multinational company. That, where do you correct, operate? Yeah. Where do you operate? Oh, we we have a presence in forty seven countries. Wow. Uh, yeah. and, and the ability to deliver to make product, I, I have you not been hurt oh, by the supply chain? That's been interesting. Uh, well, look at me. I'm twenty three years old. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I, I haven't slept in two and a half years. <laughs> Between you know, calling, shipping companies, trying to find components. We manufacture in Texas, uh, so we've got that advantage compared to most of the others uh, that when we have the parts, we can manufacture fast and it's right next to our headquarters. Um, and we don't have, obviously, to deal with shipping, but finding those components, oh my, I, I'm, I'm going to call it fun, but I don't want to have that much fun for a long time. <laughs> well, have you adapted? Have you, have you simplified the product to... To accommodate the availability of, of you can simplify, but you're going to switch components sometimes, and and that's the way it is. We just, you know, sometimes you got to switch components, and you find one uh, that is obviously because of of the situation now more expensive, but of a lesser quality. We'd rather not make the product, um, and and that's a tough decision sometimes because you lose sales, you lose market shares. Uh, we just don't want to compromise with that. We've got a pretty good system now uh, on how to source all our components worldwide. Um, so I, you know, I'm not too worried about that anymore. But it's been uh, it's been challenging to yeah, say the least. I would imagine. But again, great timing to uh, hit the ground running. Casper C A S P R continuous air surface pathogen reduction. You know, that's the next thing you got to work on. Is that name? <laughs> Although Casper, Casper is a lot easier to say, I would say. Casper is, exactly, Casper works. You know, we, we, That's we, we came up with the name on Halloween night, 31st of October, 2016. That's where we funded the company. So it has something to do with it. Well, it's, like I say, it's a good product. Uh, the founder and uh, chief technical officer of Casper is Dr. Christoph Schusse, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us, sir. Thank you for the time. Thank you, David, as always. Thanks. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com. Slash CEO, I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.